Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where inspiring stories are brought to life. This podcast is made possible by Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. I'm your host, Dr. Drew Flam. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today I have with me Clint Johnson, affectionately known as Clint Dog. Clint is a Grace College graduate and works here at Grace in the Health and Wellness Center. Clint is known as a constant encourager and overcomer and a massively huge sports fan, particularly of the Grace Lancers. Clint, welcome to the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Drew. It's an honor. So I just heard something that I have to ask about, and that is... For Christmas one year, you asked for an Encyclopedia Britannica. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I was thinking like I was in third grade, and I loved learning even more than I do now, I think. <laughs> you know, back then, I wanted to know about every JFK, whatever it was. And so it was. we had just moved into our new house at Stonehenge, and I remember, um, I forget the exact... Where where I where they took me when I got it, but they t- I think they took me into a special room or maybe, and uh, I was just really excited about this um, encyclopedia set, and you know because back then we didn't have the internet, we didn't have any, you know, you couldn't just go on Wikipedia and read about like Oscar Robertson or George Washington, so that was really awesome, and uh, you know it was it was really my first kind of look at knowledge as a whole. Wow. So you've always loved reading and learning. Yeah. And you've always loved words, right? Oh, yeah, puns. I'm a huge pun guy, for real. The Clinterverse, the <laughs> Clintastic. I think you've made oh, yeah. up a few for me over the years, too, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, I don't remember exactly what they were, but I'm sure they were epic. <laughs> I also heard you're uh, a little bit of a poet. You've written some poetry wrote poetry at Thanksgiving or different times? Yeah. Like, I like to make things rhyme. Um, one of the first ones I remember writing was a poem about the goals back in, like, elementary school when they had Jordan and Pippen. And then I think in high school I wrote one about fall and football. I wish I had copies of that. Lin-Lang Long does still somewhere. But Wow. Yeah, I love to rhyme. That's awesome. Thanks, well, one of the things I love about you, Clint, is um, if, if I had to name some of the most encouraging people I know in the world, you'd be one of them. Uh, just positive, upbeat. Is that something you've always had? Is that something you've developed, this positive outlook on life? Tell us tell us how and why you have such an encouraging, positive outlook. I think all the credit and glory goes to the Lord for that. I've had it as long as I don't know. I mean, I have my down days, you know, days that are tougher, like everyone does. I don't want to seem like I'm on cloud 10, 25-8, or 24-7, or whatever, (laughs) you know. Um, But but definitely, you know, I think just the Lord, the joy that He gives me, you know, I'm able to use my spiritual gifts to encourage people through it. And, you know, even on my tough days, I realize that there's others going through things much worse than me. And so I think that's a way that the Lord strengthens me. Wow. Yeah. What, uh, have you you've always been that way that as far as you can remember? Yeah. Just an encourager like, of others? All the way, all the way half... back to preschool or elementary wow. school. Yeah. That's awesome. 
I'm sure that's been such a blessing to your family and friends. I know it's been a blessing to me as well. Thank you. Something else that's unique about you is I, I, you're like a social media expert. Like you, uh-huh. uh, I mean, you've got more friends than I'll ever, you know, imagine happening. And, and a lot of us, including myself, you know, look to Clint's Facebook page to get our sports news before we go to the actual news. <laughs> so yeah, tell me about your love for social media. And you know, that's only been with us for, you know, say 12, 13 years. How did you get into social media? What has that sort of meant for you? Well, the first social media, do you remember Zanga? I think oh, Steph, yeah. your wife had one, I think. I, d- I did have Zanga. My Carrie, problem is I didn't have enough yeah. feelings to share, but yeah, I remember Zanga. That might be how we connected first, <laughs> I think. And so that was my entry into social media. And, you know, I love that. In fact, I still go look on the web archive and try and find all the Zangas of Is old. it like even a thing anymore, Zanga? No, it, well, it's premium. Like, you have to pay big bucks. But a lot of them are on the web archive. So I like going back and just reliving out memories. And so from there, I remember I was sitting up in Philadelphia Computer Lab one day. And I heard about the Facebook, you know, and schools like Harvard had it. And I found out that it was going to be able to be used by everyone. And so I looked into it, and immediately, like, I found all these people that I knew. And I've always loved just connecting with people, you know. Social media is something that, like, with the advent of Facebook and then Twitter and Instagram, you know, I kind of post the same thing on all three networks a lot of times. And what's cool is I can go back and look at what I've posted and how people have connected and encouraged me. So I think that's something that, you know, um, just whenever I'm bored at home or whenever I, you know, don't have much to do, I go back and look through my old social media posts and, you know, that I think in turn kind of feeds how I like to encourage people because I'll see somebody's name pop up and I'll send them a text or send them a direct message through that. So, yeah, that's kind of how it started and, you know, Hopefully Facebook doesn't die down anytime soon because I'd be sad. <laughs> you do you have like a, I mean because you're prolific and you know people uh-huh. like study this stuff and try to be really strategic on their use of social media. I mean, do you have like a strategy or do you mm. just post whatever comes to the Clint mind? Post whatever comes to the Clint mind and then sometimes I'll delete it, like because. <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, I work for Grace, and I want to, you know, I don't want to say anything that maybe, the, like, they wouldn't approve of, you know. And uh, so sometimes, you know, my, my mind uh, is, you know, it races, and so I'll post something, and I'll be like, uh, scratch that, delete that. But, um, you know, I don't post as much about politics as I used to because that's a polarizing topic. But sure. So I figure sticking to sports is usually pretty that, safe. That I guess there is. That is a pretty good philosophy or like right what there. I Stick to sports. Hang out with. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. So uh, how do you how do you gather your information to post? Because I mean, again, I literally will go to the Clint Dog Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, before I go elsewhere to get my sports news, because you are sometimes more up to date than anyone else. So, uh, how, how have you become sort of the the gatherer and disperser of information? Just through all the apps and my Twitter feed. Like I have an app called The Score on my phone, and like so that'll that'll update me on scores. And then you know a lot of my Twitter contacts follow people that 
tweeted about sports. And so, like, you know, I'll see John Rothstein, college basketball analyst, pop up with something. Or lately, it's been the Steve Alford thing. He used to be my neighbor when he coached at Manchester. Ah, okay, okay. And so, so I've just been, like, you know, I'll, I'll search different things, like for Nevada athletics. And, and you know, um, you know, once I search something, I go back and just keep checking it as much as I can. And uh, I think that's how I stay on top of it, or at least try to. Do you have people who are reaching out to you with score updates on games or things that are going on, say, at the high school level, um, because they kind of know you're you're a gatherer of information? Every once in a while. I mean, it's not all the time, but every once in a while, somebody will say, hey, did you see this, you know? Every once and in a usually while, you tell them, yeah. yeah, I saw that. I knew that like hours ago. Thanks for but, letting me, because <laughs> yeah. you're always up to date. But then there's that rare time I totally didn't see it. Like, huh. I think the St. Joe coach, Phil Martelli, retired, and I don't think I had seen that, you know, until just a few days ago, you know. So and you, I think that's how God keeps me humble. He knows everything, and I know <laughs> just a little bit. That is true of all of us. You do have a steel trap mind, though. Thank you. Um, and tend to remember names and stats and and yeah. events. Has Has that just been a gift God has given you that you've always had um, to be able to remember? Yeah. And like, um, do you mind if I tell a quick antidote? Go really for fun? it. That's what we're okay. here for. Connor Prairie. It's in Indiana. It's like, a, I forget if it's revolutionary or civil war, but um, when I was in, I don't know whether it was kindergarten or like early elementary school sometime, I went down there and you know how they're, they're, they're back in that era. Like, you know, so they say that, I don't know, Lincoln or somebody's the president. But I was like, hey, can I say something? And I was like, Ronald Reagan's actually the president right now. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think I knew a little bit too much for that, you know. So sometimes, sometimes my mind uh, just gets carried away. But I love it. It's you, all glory to God for that. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Um, so sports, you have a, a love of sports. So yes. what you, do you have a favorite sport? Basketball. And college basketball, yeah. presumably? Okay. And it was Duke, but I'm thinking about abandoning that again. By the time this podcast airs, who knows it, what it'll be. <laughs> I'm starting to think I might just say I support all teams. Because you can actually than, like yeah. more than one team. That's okay. Other than Grace and Warsaw, I'm wide open. There so you go. people, if you contact me on social media for why I should cheer for your team. <laughs> this could be quite the contest for oh, yeah. sure. So like, has that love of sports always been there or how has it grown over the years? Yeah. Well, see, my dad, before he retired, was a physical therapist. And so I would always go to sports games with him. Like, you know, most of you people now know about the MOCC, but I was around in the old Lancer Gym days. I'm sure Coach Kessler kind of talked about that. And one of my favorite memories was when I was young, and there was um, a school closure, you know. Um, typically, grace games would still be played. So, you know, I'd be at home all day, and, you know, I missed the social aspect of being with my other friends because school was closed. And so... Coming to Grace Games at night with my dad and just connecting with all the guys, you know, um, that kind of, I think, spurred on my love for sports. And just my family loves sports, too. So we'd always have, like, a Sunday football game on after church or, you know, a Cubs game on any weeknight, you know. And just through 
you know, when I was younger practicing sports too, one of the memories I have is we would go shoot free throws or like, you know, um, shooting contests for like, they used to have a shop out on 30 called Gimme Yogurt. And that was the big thing, you know, let's go shoot for some yogurt. So that kind of spurred my interest in sports. And, you know, just through being a manager in high school and college, you know, in high school, I was a manager for the football team one year, the golf team for one year, and the basketball team for all four years, as well as girls softball my senior year. So in college, I was a manager for Coach Kessler. Um, I think I was on a six-year college plan, so I think for four or five of the years, I was officially a manager. And those things have all kind of just, you know, helped me love and appreciate sports. What is it about sports that you love? I love, you know, just like the pursuit of excellence. And I love... Even more than so than the strategy, like people say I know a lot of stats. You know, I, I like to know more about the people. Like I don't even know how many points Zion Williamson scored for Duke, but you know, I know that he went to Spartanburg Day School. I know that his stepfather played college basketball. So so um that's what I love is um just learning about the people behind the sports and I think that helps me appreciate what they do even more. You know, to see that, you know, every person that plays sports is a fellow human being and just, you know, um, every day doesn't go perfect for them. You know, I found that out with Duke, you know. Um, Everybody thought they would win the title, but, you know, uh, Michigan State got us. And so just to think about the human element behind that and all the emotional preparation that goes in is inspiring to me. That's awesome. You just said that they got us, so I assume you're still putting yourself in with the Duke crowd right now. I'm kind of undecided, but, you know. (laughs) We'll see where it goes. Even by the end of this podcast, folks can be commenting and sending you messages and starting to advocate (laughs) for you to be a fan of their team. Nice. One of the things I also appreciate, appreciate about you, Clint, is you've been willing to talk about your own challenges, Uh um, disabilities. Tell us a little bit um, about your disabilities and growing up and how you've had the perspective of being an overcomer. Well, I think I was in the hospital for several weeks right when I was born um, as they figured out like what I had. And I have a facial paralysis syndrome called Mobius syndrome where literally I Literally and figuratively, I never close my mouth because I'm always talking, but also my facial muscles don't allow for that. So um, the, the muscles in my face are paralyzed. And also, I think that somehow ties in with um, unique finger setup. Anybody who knows me knows that my fingers are truly unique. You know, I don't have 10 full-fledged fingers like everyone else. I think I have maybe six or seven tops, but, um, you know, so I had to learn to do things differently from a young age, and some things are still a challenge, like, I wear Velcro shoes, because tie-in shoes is a chore, I remember the time, not only did we play basketball for ice cream, but, or yogurt, but my mom was like, or my dad was like, well, Clint Dog, or 
actually, I don't even know when I got started golf and clone dog. The car just said, Clint, when you learn to tie your shoes, we'll uh, take you to Dairy Queen for a little ice cream treat. And I remember, so I kind of semi-tied it and got it tied. But by the time we got to the shop, the ice cream shop, to get out of the car, my shoe was, the strings were discombobulated. It totally, like, come untied. So, um, but yeah, I always had to be an overcomer to learn how to do things a little bit differently. Like bowling, for instance, you know, I can't bowl like normal. Um, you know, riding, my hand always got a little bit sore and I would have to take breaks. And I think um, just, you know, my parents always taught me that with God, anything was possible. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think, you know, my faith has allowed me to be an overcomer. And it seems like um, you have utilized the unique way mm-hmm. that God has gifted you to be positive uh-huh. and, again, to encourage others. You haven't seen it as a as a detriment. You've seen it as the unique way God's gifted you to be a blessing on this earth. Yeah, you know, because, you know, the Lord's plans are so much perfect, so perfect, and not unlike ours, you know. Um, and so, you know, he has me right where he wants me in the exact form that he wants me and, you know, serving him the exact way that he wants me. And so I definitely think that, that you know, I've been able to tell others, about, like little kids will come and say, one time somebody goes, did an angel kiss your fingers off? He was like a four-year-old guy. And I was able to say, no, Jen, yeah, he was uh, the person, uh, uh, not he, but uh, God made me that way. You know, I was able to say that, that, attribute that back to the Lord, you know. And um, I think every time I get asked, you know, why my fingers are the way I am, it's an opportunity to share my heart for the Lord, you know. Mm, wow. And it's an opportunity to not be like a woe is me, you know. You know, because some people could have that attitude. It'd be very easy to have that attitude. But when I think about how the Lord blessed me, I can walk, I can talk, I can, you know, do so many things. You know, it's it's very hard to to even be remotely upset with the few limitations I have. Wow. I think that's just amazing. You talked about athletics just being the pursuit of excellence. Uh-huh. And, it, and that seems to be what you are also saying here, like, I'm going to pursue excellence wherever I'm at, yeah, be whatever the best I'm for called Christ to do. I can. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And uh, you've had unique opportunities to share Christ because of uh-huh. the way that he has gifted and created you um, and your ability to, mm-hmm. to speak and communicate well um, and giving you ways and opportunities uh-huh. to do that. It's awesome. So thank you, thank you for using those You're gifts welcome. in that way. I also think you're uh, a great friend. Um, That's something that I've noticed about you. And we talked about it a little bit as an encourager, but I mean, you have more friends, but I think you also are a friend. So tell us a little bit about what, like Clint Dog's keys to friendship. Um, How can we have the authentic type of relationships that you seem to have with so many? Well, I think you just gotta be real with people, you know? And, you know, part of that is just, you know, sharing your heart with them. You know, um, some of my best friends are people that I have, you know, the deepest friendships with. And, you know, we've walked through life together. Um, 
Is it okay if I list a few of those people? Sure, go for um, it. Dave Artrip from Ohio. In fact, I'm going to call him tonight after this podcast because he'll probably uh, want to talk to me about it. But uh, he's been one of my very special friends since uh, since the Grace days. Um, you know, and just, you know, his walk with the Lord is inspiring and it's encouraging to me. Another one would be Jared Yordy, who is on staff at the uh, Grace Community Church of Willow Street out in Pennsylvania. And um, so many good memories with him. I mean, we would go, he was dating his current wife uh, back at that time. Her, her name was Kim. And we would go to Ace Hardware before it closed and go on dates, um, for dates, he would buy her like sweet flowers all the time, and we would go, we would go get those. And um, I went to his house for an Easter or two, and just amazing things, you know. And uh, I thank the Lord for that. And then the one that I've lost recently is Dean Sandy, yeah. who passed away. What was it? About a year and a half ago, and. He was such an example because he had to overcome a lot of things. Such an example of the Lord to me, you know, just because he didn't let his limitations get him down. He was involved in a lot of ministry and all that stuff. And something I really miss is him coming to visit me at work every day. Um, Even on some rainy days, he would drive up in his golf cart Mm. to my house, uh, pick me up and ask me if I would like a ride to work. And then... After work, a lot of days, he'd be like, hey, Clint, dog, you want to go to Dairy Queen tonight? I'm like, sure. So I still go to Dairy Queen, but not near as often because it's not quite as enjoyable without the Ivan Dean Sandy. When did you guys become friends, you and Dean? Back when, okay, so when I was in third grade, we uh, we used to go to the Evangelical Presbyterian Church in Warsaw, but we switched over through, we had a lot of friends, Ken and Joy and Taylor, Ken was a prof here at the time, and they went to WLGBC, which is a church right by the rec center, and so we switched over to that church, and, you know, I met Dean, because he was always an usher, you know, and did the offering, uh, and so I would sit up in the balcony, and that's how we got to know each other, and then once, I mean, back when I couldn't, you know, back when I didn't live in Winona Lake, we didn't hang out as much, but when I moved here, he, uh, he and I, our friendship just skyrocketed, and we hung out all the time. Wow. All right, so, uh, Clint, one of the things we like to do sometimes on this podcast is just rapid-fire ask some random questions, okay? And I think you'd be the okay. best to answer random questions. Sweet. I'm all for it. All bro. right, so uh, my first random question is, um, who would you go to lunch with if you could and why? can be anybody in history um, except for Jesus. Okay, I think Chris Burke, who was on Life Goes On, you know, uh, he's another guy who overcame challenges. He had Down syndrome. I just remember him being like a real go-getter, and I'd love to sit down and dine with that guy. That's a name I don't even know, so I'll have to look that one up. Google it up, look it up. Life Goes On, one of my favorite shows of all time. So uh, another one, a website you visit most every day. Again, like when I was talking about the uh, web archive in Zanga's web.archive.org, you can see what yahoo.com looked like in 97 or 98. You can, uh, you know, go back and read Lancer's scores from years gone by. So I'm on that site every day, multiple times. 
All right. So, um, what is uh, who's your favorite current sports figure? I would say probably Mike Krzyzewski until I totally drift away from Duke because I love his enthusiasm, how he takes teams on journeys, you know, and how he talks about savoring the moment. And so I really like his philosophy. And you've met him a couple times, right? Yeah. The first Should I talk about that? Sure. Okay, the first time I met him was in 2008, the tail end of the year, when uh, Miles Conley played down for him because Miles was my next-door neighbor growing up and Mason Marshall, too. And so we were at a high school tournament called the GlaxoSmithKline Invitational. And so anyways... I went up to him at halftime because he was, like, signing autographs and stuff. And uh, that was really cool. I got to say, I'm like, hey, you know, I uh, I love your, you know, enthusiasm. And so it was a real quick meeting, but, you know, it was it meant the world to me. And then in, I don't remember exactly what year. I think it might have been the fall after they won the championship. Some of the fall 2010, Coach Kessler texted me one morning, and he's like, Clint Dog, you want to go over to the Q, you know, the Johnson & Johnson company, because Coach K was speaking to employees that day. Huh. And so I remember we went in, and that just meant the world to me because I never thought I'd get, get to see him um, in person like that again, you know. But uh, for Coach K, who, um, you know, just means the world to me, to call him up, to, or to call me up, to text me and say, go to the, come to the Q with me, why don't you? You know, that meant the world to me. And to get to see one of my coaching heroes again, that was so awesome. So you've seen him two times. Those are the two times you've met him? Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Well, Clint, I really appreciate you being on the Grace Story podcast. And thank you so much for your friendship and, again, your encouragement and just the light that you are to this campus and this community. We appreciate it so much. And uh, thanks for joining me today. And um, I know you'll spread this far and wide because You've got more reach um, than I do on social media by a ton. So appreciate it. And for all of you out there, please download the podcast and like it wherever you can find it. And enjoy this day and live your best grace story today.